0: Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonte.
2: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great little radio station, community radio station which is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside. We've got a great show for you today. We have, and I announced it last week that she was going to be on, but we run out of time. But we've got Poi waiting, waiting on the line for us from Sydney. We've got her on today. So stand by to listen to some of her breeding techniques and uh, how she went during the year. Also, we have from Tasmania, to give us our final Tasmanian report, we haven't had him on for a while, and that's Geoffrey Hennessy. And we've got another fella from Tasmania who is extremely knowledgeable and knows a lot about pigeon racing, and that's Raymond J. Dodkins, he's going to be on to tell us about some of his knowledge in pigeon racing. Also, we have Paul Burlak from the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, and we've got lots more happening here on Pigeon Radio Australia this morning, so stay tuned to this station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and listen to Pigeon Radio Australia. So, the
1: stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon.
2: And the Maltese Falcon has arrived.
3: Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm gonna tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese Falcon. 600 years the Falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese Falcon
0: Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese falcon, Tony Barbara.
4: Good morning, Tony, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia, mate. How are you this morning? Good evening, good morning to you, good morning, Joe, good morning, listeners, and good morning to everybody around the world.
2: Yes, and you said good morning to Joe, so we better said good morning to Joe.
0: folks, let's give him a warm welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia, introducing the one and only Pigeon Racing Italian Stallion, Joe Angelino.
2: Hey Giuseppe, good morning.
5: Good morning, Kuch. How are you going? It's all good, right, Ivan? Good, yeah, good. How are good. you going, Tony? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to
2: the listeners. And we've only got two more sleeps, and we're having a presentation
5: night. Oh, mate! Aren't we all? Two looking more forward sleeps. To two just, more sleeps. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I can't but wait. But we're going actually.
2: to have uh, the secretary coming on to. Yeah, have a bit of a chit chat about we're it. Going to tell us a bit about what's going to happen at yeah. this. This, uh, what is it? A, a presentation. presentation. End
5: of year party, really. It's a party, yeah. exactly. Anyone that wants to come along, give me a call. Party or to end.
2: I'm going to play that. Remember Skyhooks, mm.
5: party to end all parties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, play, that. <laughs>
3: I'll play, play it.
5: That. And, um, yeah, if anyone yeah. wants to come along, anyway, just uh, message Ivan, myself, you know, on Facebook, or if yeah. you've got our numbers. Give us a call. Yeah, come and, and have um, some Book fun. a table, or yeah, you
4: know, pigeons have a dance, have a drink. Oh, it's
5: going to be fun. Have something to eat. Lots of food. Lots of fun. Lots of mm. entertainment. It's so going to um, be
4: a good night. It
5: sure is, <laughs> Mr. Tony. <laughs> it sure is. It's it, going to be it, good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we've got uh, a surprise for next week, Mr. Ivan. I've got you. I've got you rattled now. What do you mean? We have got a surprise for what? Uh, some, something's happening to the show next week. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. Something's happening. You know. Yes, Pace, we, hey? we are the radio program mm. of mm. equal opportunity here. Yes, we are. We are. So there's something. We respect, respect very, both sexes. Very, very interesting happening here next mm. week. So, stay so tuned. you want to
2: say anything, or just say, no, just leave we'll them, just them say in suspense. Just, just, just leave them in in suspense. Yeah. Exactly.
5: Exactly. Now, guys. If-
2: that's my suspense.
6: <laughs> 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 yeah. That's
5: it. So yeah, so stay tuned for next week's program and yeah, yeah let's see if you can guess it. Yeah. If anyone wants to shout out well, just message us on uh, Pitch and Fanciers and yeah, drop your name there, and I'll uh, sh- yeah. give you a shout out. Yeah, yeah, all right. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Speak <laughs> Italian, all right? What well, hey, a come on,
2: Angela.
4: <laughs> Mangia. <laughs>
5: <Okay. laughs> uh, very good.
4: All right, let's play
2: party to end all parties, and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back after that.
1: There was a rumor on the. Green. It's a hot
9: Taramid, We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. natural
0: pigeon products are the australian distributors for rohnfried pigeon products rohnfried a german-based company is a leading manufacturer of world-class premium european racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons inner health all year round contact natural pigeon products on zero three five double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au southern fn sponsor
10: Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday, the 24th of September, 2023. Rings are $100 each, with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor.
11: We all know how to cook meat, yeah? If it looks cooked, it probably is
7: cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about the temperature, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. It doesn't matter if you're cooking kangaroo, bush turkey,
11: burgers or snags, the easiest way to check that the meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, head to
7: foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council.
0: Wildlife Victoria is a non-profit emergency response service committed to assisting wildlife in need across Victoria. Our trained and dedicated volunteers rescue and rehabilitate sick, injured and orphaned animals so they can be released back to their native habitat. If you see wildlife that may need our help, please contact us on 8400 7300. To donate or register to become a volunteer, hop onto our website at wildlifevictoria.org.au
1: summer's back and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker.
2: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonky. So, stop the pigeon. Stop the
1: pigeon. Stop the pigeon.
2: On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have the Secretary of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation who has a few things to say about the uh, presentation night we're having on Friday night, I might say. It's, it's come. It's already here, Mr. Angelino. It's Friday. Friday. This Friday wow. is our presentation night. So we've got the Secretary of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation to tell us a little bit about what's going to happen there. Uh, how are you, Paul Burlach?
3: I'm very good, thanks, Ivan. And I'm uh, very much looking forward to Friday night, I can tell you that. It's been a a big year. I think it's been a big year for all the feds. Um, There's been ups and downs. it has been... um, good times, there have been some difficult times, but uh, now it's time to let our hair down and uh night. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of us have got a little bit more hair than others, but Joe, don't be worried about that, just enjoy the night, alright?
5: I've got more hair than you in other places, but I won't go there, thank you.
2: <laughs> anyway, what I was going to say is I'm quite surprised with the uh, uh, attendance list, because it looks like that we're full up, or just That's- about full up.
3: Oh, I'm glad you said just about because I was, I was hoping to be able to, um, um, you know, uh, invite people uh, in general. They don't have to be VPO members and uh, uh, they can come and join the night. We're open to to everyone. We just like to uh, get together and have a party and se- uh, celebrate certain things at the VPO. And oh. uh, uh, that's one of the uh, good uh, good aspects of it. It's, oh. it's a nice and relaxing sort of atmosphere with everything that we do. And uh, uh, this is not going to be an exception.
5: And that's what it's all about, mate. We just, you know, getting everybody together. You don't even have to be a pigeon flyer. Come down, enjoy. You know, have a chit chat, drink, eat, eat, yeah. drink. It's a lovely um,
2: little place that we've hired listen, for the night. It's, yeah, uh,
5: and and we've got our <laughs> main man here, Mr. Fonty, uh, singing away. So it'll be good. He's got a good little voice on him. This guy, I tell you. What do you reckon, Tony? Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, there <laughs> Tony, don't like Tony's, it. yeah. <laughs> for those out there who may not know, uh, it's at um, uh, Dunvegan uh, Cottage in uh, Melton. It's sixty-eight. Um, so, oh, sixty-eight. What's the road there, uh, Ivan? Reserve Road. Reserve Road, sixty-eight. Reserve Road. But look, if you um, if you're interested in coming, it's a, a cheap night out uh, when you consider forty bucks space for all your food. Um, there's drinks available at the bar. You've got good music. You've got uh, uh, a good crowd to enjoy a night with mm. um, forty bucks is uh, cheap and uh, just ring Joe Angelino. Uh, his details are on the website and take it from there and uh, the mm. more the merrier. Mm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah
2: I if, if anybody from our great little radio station southern f m want to come along, i know it 's a bit of a drive, but yeah you can you're invited as well Mrs.
3: southern f m people
5: you 're welcome all of you yeah.
3: That's it, yeah, look, uh, um, we've got um, um, a good crowd, as you said, we've got good food, uh, there's good drink, uh, fantastic music, and um, uh, what else is there to get?
2: Nothing, everything's covered. A taxi, taxi, a taxi, and and I tell you what, you go anywhere else, you won't be getting a night like that for $40. That's
5: for sure. Well, the only thing we need to get is a taxi, because we won't be able to walk (laughs) home. Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) And the other, thing yeah, I can't Uber, mention, the other thing I can't help myself uh, but mention, um, yesterday morning I got a call from the, the trophy place. They asked me to pick up the trophies for uh, for all the, the flyers who um, enjoyed a, a little bit of success there. And the f- uh, trophies are fantastic. And uh, the VPA should be commended for the way they do things with trophies. Uh, I can tell you every one of those trophies, um, every pigeon flyer would be... Uh, you know, happy to put them in their pride of place, uh, whether it be in your lounge room on the um, mantelpiece or, you know, in your special place where you keep all your pigeon things. But uh, the trophies are fantastic.
5: Oh, good. Hey, Excellent. Paul, thank you very much for organising that too. I had a look at the trophies and, my, um, Ivan, did you get to see them or not? No. Oh, mate, I'll show you. You yeah. sent me some photos. Oh, oh, Beautiful. Oh, Beautiful. Very good. Excellent. Yeah. No, very, very good.
3: Yeah, so. and, and as per usual um, uh, about the VPO, we don't like to leave anybody out, especially the wives and partners. There'll be a little uh, bit of recognition for them too. And uh, look, all in all, uh, it's pretty complete. I, I think it'll be a great night, um, yeah, as I said, just to let your hair down, uh, celebrate the year that's gone, and um, also uh, look forward to, to uh, 2023.
5: Looking forward to that. Yeah. Excellent. Alright, we'll see you Friday night, Paul.
3: You will with bells on. I can tell you. Good, and yeah. a, fact, a fact you to go home with.
5: <laughs> exactly, maybe two.
3: That's it.
8: <laughs> oh, no, good. All right, <laughs> right mates. Hey, Have hey. a good night. See ya. Have a good no, day. Thanks. See Eighty-eight point three Southern FM
9: on air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play.
1: Stop the penguins.
2: And I'm very excited to say that we have live in the studio today for Pigeon Radio Australia, Mr Ali Faley who is a new flyer to Pigeon Racing and a new member to the VPO. And uh, we're going to get Joe Angelino to start it off. Joe
5: Angelino started off with Ali get G'day, Ali. How are you, mate? Good, thank you.
12: That's the way. That's the way. Now, um,
5: what got you into Pigeon Racing, my friend?
12: Um... I've been done uh, the pigeons all my life But uh, in Australia I had uh, high flyers Yeah Now i excited to do the racing pigeon
5: Good on you, good on you Do you know anybody that's got racing pigeons or
12: Yeah, I've got some friends AJ and oh. the other Angela, yeah, AJ Yeah, Angela and...
5: oh. Okay, yeah. Ah, very good So um, you looking forward to racing next year?
12: Yeah, of course
5: So how's the breeding season going?
12: Um, I start with the 20 pair, and I've got some youngest there. I'm very Ooh. happy with them. Yeah,
5: actually I, actually, I saw him at the our sale. You know, the, which one was it? The Season launch. Season launch one, yeah. yeah. And we had some really good birds on offer, and you bought some really nice stockbirds from there, and I thought, Jesus, he, he can pick some good pigeons, this guy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, did, uh, Ali, didn't your father race pigeons? Where are you from originally?
12: Yeah, I born in Iran, but my nationality is Iraqi. Yeah. Okay, my is was uh, racing pigeon.
2: And where was he racing in Iraq? Racing in p-
12: Iran and Iraq.
2: Oh yeah, good, very yeah. good.
12: What's your dad's name? Fahad. Okay, yeah. so he's gonna to listen to this. And does
5: it, did he race? Um, he raced it where in?
12: In Iran in and Iran? Iraq. Yeah.
5: Okay, very good. How did he go there? What, did he race good pigeon?
12: Yeah, it was. Have, uh, my dad is very famous in my country on the racing pigeon. Look
5: out, Ivan, oh. look out.
12: Here we go. You have to bring it. You might have to tell him to come over here to give you a hand.
5: <laughs> yeah. Has your, da- your dad come to Australia?
12: No. Nah, nah.
5: Is he going to come?
12: No, nah, he's a pass away. Oh, my oh, apologies. Sorry, sorry, my friend. My apologies. No,
5: yeah. But, um, yeah, so hopefully uh, some of that good skills that your dad had Rubbed off, rubbed off you. Maybe you're gonna be good too.
12: I learned some stuff from him, but uh, um. I'm struggling with the medicine and the vitamins because before we was doing it like natural.
5: Natural is good, yeah, natural is most, good. It's good, yeah, yeah. It's just good. but you still gotta
12: when the birds are sick, you gotta
2: give them the right medication to fix them, yeah. yeah,
5: 100%. Just come and see Ivan, you know where Ivan lives, yeah. Come and see him, bring some pigeons, and um. Yeah, he'll test them for you, and he'll let you know how they are.
12: Yeah, that's good.
5: You know man. what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So um, you're breeding. Uh, you're going to breed a small team, are you?
12: I will start with uh, sixty. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Mm, but after that, I will build a big loft, and yeah, I will go like hundred fifty. Oh, <laughs>
5: look out! Look You probably you probably find out you're going to have more fun with less pigeons. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. Less yeah, you know, pigeons, yeah. you'll have more fun. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, that's good. You've, you've said, you're you very keen anyway. like you, When I spoke to you, um, you know, a few weeks ago, and, you know, you were so keen, like, you couldn't wait to race. You know, you wanted some rings. Oh, I want to pair up. He kept asking me, Ivan, oh, when, when should I pair up? I want to pair up straight away. And he's just keen, very excited, you yeah, know.
4: that's good. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. Yeah.
5: For yeah, best, so, yeah. listen, I uh, look, uh, if you need any help with uh, anything, you, you know, you can come and see myself, Ivan, You know, Tony. Any of us. I appreciate, guys. AJ, Angela. You know, we're all here to help you. Yeah.
12: Yeah, I appreciate that. You're welcome, mate. You guys always help me.
5: No worries. Just please don't. Happy to help. No problem. Just please don't uh, beat us too much next year. Okay. So anyway, all the best, okay? All the best for next year. We'll probably have you on again just to see how you're going and follow up to see how the birds are travelling and all that, the way you're training and all that, and see how you're going, all right? Thank
12: you, guys, yeah. All
5: right, my friend. You take care.
7: For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439.
9: Southern FM sponsor.
8: Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia. Number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor.
9: Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing... Cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulan Bale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural
0: Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 35 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor
10: Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each, with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor.
1: Dogs are awesome. Think about it. When you give them a little love, they'll give you their heart. They don't care about how much money you make, how good you look, or even how bright you are. They love you for you. That's why we need to train more assistance dogs. They take care of people in need by helping out with everyday tasks, from opening doors to emptying the washing machine. To help us share the love, find out how you can get involved by visiting assistancedogs.org.au. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand-new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your Community Radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars.
0: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
1: So, stop stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.
2: now! I'm proud to say that we have on the line once again for Pigeon Radio Australia a favourite to Pigeon Radio Australia. The podcasts go right through the roof when we've got this lady on. And I'm talking none other than Poi Waitin from Sydney. Hello, Poi, how are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. You're quite popular here on the radio.
11: Hi, how are you? <laughs> good, good.
5: G'day, boy. It's Joe. How are you?
11: Hello, everybody. Hey,
5: thanks. How are you?
11: Good, thank you. That's
5: good. So let, let's start off with um, your breeding. How's that going?
11: My breeding gone very well, mm-hmm. very well, apart from, you know, I'm breeding some new bird, some younger one, and, you know, sometimes um, they're fighting a little bit. Yep. Yep, and they're, you know, Eggs match, and then apart from that, everything is good, you know. baby Pretty healthy.
5: Beautiful. Are you yeah. trying different, uh, are, you, are you using the same stock birds or, um,
11: no, or sorry, I, I, are you trying something year, different? This year I actually used the bird that I breed for stock from yeah. last year and the year before, oh, okay. like younger generation, you know yeah, what yeah,
5: I mean? Yeah, yeah, smart.
11: Yeah, I have to try them out.
5: Of course. Otherwise, yeah. then they get old, and then uh, yeah, you can't get to use them.
11: Now, Toy, before you put your birds together,
2: did, what? How do you prepare your birds for breeding? Because uh, winners winning a race starts in the breeding loft. Yeah.
11: Yeah, I, I just put on um, one division for 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 ten days straight, and then after that, as a pair them up. Yeah. Oh yeah. What the 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 brew one? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just use that. And then after that, I just give them weathermen and all that. Yeah. When the babies start hatch again, I just give them um, straight for another 10 days.
5: So once once you the birds have hatched and all that, what do you feed the stock birds?
11: I keep them um, – um, I put in like a milk container, like a two-lit bottle, and I cut it. Yes. And I, I put uh, milo, wheat, and myba peas.
5: Maple peas, yeah. Yeah, okay. ho-
11: how about that? Like, or they can pick what they want to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah.
5: yeah so you'll. Okay.
11: I make like a small seed. Yeah. Separately.
6: Hmm.
11: Yep. Yeah, like, um, I got sunflowers, sunflowers, mung bean, popcorn, sunflower with no no shell. Okay. And um, um, French millet. Yep. And, um, which.
5: Yeah, bit of veg as well. Um,
11: mala, malawana seed.
5: <laughs> oh, what's it called? Uh, hemp, hemp, hemp.
11: Hemp seed. Hemp, hemp. seed. That's <laughs> <laughs> hemp seed, that's right. Hemp seed, that's it, that's yeah. it. Now, now, do you
5: buy the bag already mixed or is this something you no, mix no, yourself?
11: No, I, I buy it subtly and I make it myself. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's a good little recipe, Ivan. That she makes. That's Very a good,
2: good recipe. Yeah, I'm just looking at this website.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the one that's okay. Wonder pigeon. Oh yeah, there we go. Is that, you got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got it yeah. all
2: right. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is good. Yeah. So do, apart from so the apart from the uh, pigeon mix that you make, do you give them any um like
11: uh, uh supplement and all that?
5: No, like, uh, oh, vitamins, no, not vitamins, uh, sal- uh, celery and stuff like that. Vegetables. You know, vegetables oh, and yeah. all that. yeah,
11: vegetables, yeah. I cut um, spinach <laughs> and um, carrots.
5: Silver beet and stuff, yeah. And
11: um, apple. Yeah. I cut and I give them every second day.
5: Did you hear that, Ivan? Apple. Yeah. Apple's yeah, yeah. good. Apple's, Apple's good, yeah.
11: Apple, yeah. Um, carrots.
5: Yes, carrots is good too. And
11: spinach. I cut them small, you know what I mean? yeah. And then I put them with um, apple cider vinegar in the water. Once a week? You know, just to, to clean, clean up if they have any whatever. Because yeah. apple cider vinegar is really good when you clean up vegetable even for yourself. Yeah. So I leave that for the bird for maybe half an hour and then I take it out from water and okay. then give to them.
5: And then fresh water after that?
11: No, no, no. I just, after after that, that's it. Oh, okay. Because apple cider vinegar, like for example, maybe five lit with maybe a cup. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix it with water, and yep. then when they cut vegetables, you just put them in there. Oh, okay. And oh. leave them for like half an hour, 45 minutes, and then I just take it and give to the bird. Oh,
5: very good. Very good. Yeah. So how, And they eat it. Yeah, they, and they love it, don't they?
11: Oh, they do. They do.
5: Yeah, because some people they are like,
11: wait for me. they are wait for oh, me to... Oh, know.
5: They know. Oh, here comes <laughs> Mum with all the goodies. <laughs> I know
11: they're waiting for me. They're, they're, they're actually, they're looking for me.
5: Yeah, of course. Then <laughs> you keep them. You keep them in uh, when you when they're paired up. do You leave them in the box until you're finished, or do, do you let them out in like uh, open open the box up the breeding box? I, did, I
11: open the box. Yeah, I open them.
5: Yeah, up, so yeah. they can go in and out. So do you use um, do you use uh, grit in that or not? Grit, grit. pink powder.
11: Yeah, I, I use, I use, um, I, use great, I mix them up, you know, or whatever available in market. I bought them all. Yeah. And then I mix them up together.
6: Yeah, that's
5: what I do, smart. And the bird Very can pick
11: and shoot what they like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah.
5: good idea, actually. Very good idea.
11: Because yeah. you, the bird know that what they want to, you know what I mean?
5: Exactly. At least it's there in front of them, you know. Yeah,
11: yeah, just, yeah. Just, Anything that go down, I just to um, Fill, fill them up you know what I mean smart very smart
5: yeah, Spe- so. they, yeah especially especially when they're feeding the youngsters they need as a lot of vitamins and minerals as they can true
11: yeah because sometimes you know with the um, like a small seed that I mix yeah I mix them. sometimes mix them with oil and they put some some mineral and or um, Tom, Tommy Wright.
5: Tommy Wright. Tommy Wright. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they
11: use them, and they use sometimes they use put away the mint on food, and you know, probiotic on food. a pan, you know, yeah, every day got idea. something
5: different. That's a good idea, actually. Good yeah, idea. Yeah,
11: and they
5: eat it all. So, ha, ha, boy, how are your youngsters? Uh, are they uh, growing good at the moment? Because there's a yeah, few people. Few people. Here, few people here have told me that their youngsters are having a bit of trouble with their breeding season, like the, you know, like um, they're not growing well. Not, not yeah you my know.
11: my my not on wood and not on wood now, yeah I don't have yeah, any problem,
5: right. yeah,, yeah. No, that's yeah. it, okay, now, that's good, very good i
11: only I only got a problem when when they're you know because I pay up like two or three years old bird and yeah. they're their first time in that box, and sometimes they go to the wrong box, and oh, that's a problem, I've Oh,
5: got. I hate that, and they go in yeah, there fight, and
11: i, I I should match him out. I know. <laughs> well, I hate that. I'm going to put I like, on their neck and put on the
6: floor
5: and it around. I <laughs> don't hate that. Oh, I know. They go in there. And if you leave them for too long, they just fight till they, you know, they they really hurt themselves. You know what I mean? They don't stop yeah, fighting. It stops it's that crazy.
11: Because sometimes the egg about to hatch and then, oh yeah, you know, next minute you go in there, the oh. two egg is flat on the on the, you know. Yeah, Anyone. destroyed. <laughs> yeah, right that's that. happened. That's why I don't don't really go anywhere.
5: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, want to say something, Tony?
4: That...
11: Um, Tony about the breeding. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he,
4: he well, is. well uh, in Sydney, the weather is much warmer than Melbourne is. What's the weather like? At your, uh, that, your, it your why yeah. probably that's why probably Cabaday is absolutely beautiful. That's
5: it's the same. difference. So, yeah.
4: See here, we are getting, you know a bit of sun. snow rain wind no no rain it's beautiful and that's that's why the young ones they're not growing growing properly
11: yeah no we we have beautiful weather in last you know a few a few days beautiful
4: yeah because the babies they need head to grow yeah, it yeah, helps them yeah. grow. The hate.
5: Put some haters in your lifetime. Put some heaters
4: in. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> what about the electricity bills?
5: Yeah, you can pay that.
4: Yeah, pay, pay, <laughs> and, You know, you, you can't afford much, and yeah. you're on a pension. Yeah,
5: exactly. Boy, you flew a very, very, very good pigeon this year. Um, how many feds uh, did you end up winning in total?
11: I, 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 I won four, as you know, four feds, that, and apart, after that. After that, na- nothing. <laughs> After that, it's a good not too bad. But that's you amazing, know, top 10, amazing result. Last three race,
6: mm-hmm.
11: I didn't get a bird home, so, yeah. That's but I did try it, hey, but it not happened. <laughs> at least you tried
5: ways. A, the, a lot of people are in the same boat, not just but, you. But it
4: yeah. It doesn't matter, you're still a champion.
5: Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, thank you. Oh,
5: yeah, 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent. I mean you fly. you fly against uh how many flies? Three hundred or something or, or more?
11: No, no. This year we already got I think um I think a bit under two hundred, isn't under. it? You know?
5: Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, See, yeah that's this still, year a bit that's, under two hundred. Yeah, but still, next
11: year I think we have more. Oh
5: for sure. Everyone's yeah. coming back.
11: Yeah, because sales, you know.
5: Yeah.
11: Well that's good. Uh, people, yeah, people coming back on sales.
5: Well you think you're gonna you think you're gonna do some damage next year, boy?
11: I try. I try. Oh. I will try. Definitely, well, I will try.
5: Well, you, you know, yeah. Well, that's all. You, that's all we can do. True, we try our, our true boy. That's we yes, try our best. Yes,
4: definitely, I will try. I it's up after the easy. pigeons. <laughs> that's true. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, are you gonna do anything different next year, boy, or are you gonna stick to your same routine?
11: I will stick in the same thing, but mm-hmm. I might do something maybe a little bit different. You okay. know what I mean?
5: Is it? I you, might. For the yeah. long distance, sorry, go on. You might do what
11: I, I might, I might, I it, because last year I trained a hen for the sprint, mm-hmm. but this year I might um, set up another twenty cock, you know, to do the same thing, but Good idea. just to see because ni- n- I think next year going to be a bit faster. You know what I mean? Oh right, yeah, because souths and then we have got a lot of uh, suddenly wind,
5: so they they'll get a bit of assistance. The tail wind.
11: Yeah, I think maybe cock can be a little bit quick too. You know what I mean? Yeah,
4: cocks are good for us. says.
11: Right? Yeah, oh. yeah. That's why I thought mm. I set up another, mm. another, another setup, and right. I, I, I instead of fly twenty five hen, I would fly maybe fifteen hen and ten cock. You know what I mean? Yeah,
5: yeah.
11: Just something like that. That's, no, why that's good. I you gotta trying. try.
5: You gotta try something different. True. Yeah,
11: yeah. yeah because I believe cock, cock really really focused sometimes.
5: They want to get home, yeah? They want to get home yeah, to their yeah. yeah. Because because harder.
11: now I let them out. I locked them out. When they open the door, they go in like 30 seconds. In like 30 birds, it's so quick. I'm yeah. thinking, mm. To lock them out, they make them keen to get in, actually.
5: That's good, exactly.
11: <laughs> i never done that before.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, and they actually good. fly very good. Yeah, well, that's, they that's what it's all about, true?
11: Yeah, we have to experiment, I mean.
5: Exactly, exactly. Now, you said you didn't get one in the last couple of races. Have No, been-
11: three races.
5: Yeah, that's that's all right. I mean, no one we'll, – don't worry, a few of us was, were the same. We didn't get pigeons home. But um, did you do the same thing as you did every other year or did you try I something did. different? I did. I did the
11: same thing every year. Oh, but, okay. You know, I did the same thing every year and um, I even – put a little bit more work into it. Like, normally I only toss in the afternoon here and there, but this year I actually do it, like, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, you know, I do it really, toss training quite hard.
5: Like a, like a 100 kilometres or?
11: Yeah, no, I just go there, like, maybe um, 10, 15 minutes on a wing, like nearly dark. You know what I mean? Like Oh,
5: so they sprint home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
11: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I could I yeah, yeah. do that to just like to to treat them as um you know they they can come keep coming home, you yeah. know what I mean?
5: Exactly. So when it gets dark they're not scared, they can still push to get yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. I
11: just yeah, first I'll time is it let them out at four thirty, next time next tomorrow I let out at five and then mm-hmm. quarter past five and then five thirty a quarter to six
4: and six o'clock, you know what I mean?
5: Later and later. I, yeah, I, I so reckon I the weather on, done a like, lot of damage, The weather. Yeah.
4: Joe, the weather done a lot of damage.
11: Yeah. So I do everything. I did try. Look, it's not happened. It doesn't mean I didn't try. I did try really hard. Of
5: course. That's why I was just asking because um I thought maybe you tried something di- different, you know? like
11: Maybe I tried too hard, maybe. <laughs> no, nah,
5: probably not. Probably not. You know, I don't think you did. So if it worked yeah, the last but few think, years. I think,
11: it's, I think it's, um. It's happened to a lot of people. You know it what is. I mean, not just me. No, and course. I think it's got something to do with something else. Not, not, not That's our training.
4: It, it's the weather, Paul. Yeah, it could be.
11: Yeah, but I, I don't want to say to 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 bring another people either. That's right. Whatever done is done.
5: Well, that's it, exactly. We move yeah, forward Yeah, we now. go forward. We, we move forward, exactly, and that's that's what it's all about. So yeah. um, can yeah. I ask you, will you be doing the same again next year then for the long distance?
11: Definitely, so, I will do the so same. So there you
5: go, okay. So you're not going to yes. change anything?
11: Yeah. Hopefully we'll get yeah. better weather oh, next I don't think my here. training will, doesn't, doesn't make them not coming home, you know what I mean?
5: Yeah, that wasn't the training but, or the way you feed. Yeah.
11: yeah, I will I not blame anything, but look, we all love the same hobby. Yeah. Okay, everyone make mistake. I hope.
5: I don't think it was a mistake. I hope we
11: learn from it. I
5: don't think it was a mistake, but anyway. Yeah.
11: Yeah, Yeah, but. I, I don't know. It's too many people, it doesn't get home, it doesn't look good,
4: doesn't it?
5: That's true. That's actually, you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah. it doesn't actually.
4: Well, something stopped them, and it? it? took them home.
11: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Something did. Also, I can't hmm.
11: work it out, but um, it is very stressful. <clears throat> Last couple of weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? it was oh, my God. Oh, I don't enjoy that at all. <laughs> unbelievable.
5: We're, like, the last mm-hmm. two races, three, three two, you know, a couple of races, you think, come mm-hmm. on, we only got a couple more weeks, you can do it, you know, and it was just, I think mm-hmm. uh, the last bit of hair I had on my head fell off.
6: <laughs>
11: yeah, I thought yeah, I was growing in I mean, normally, hair, normally I, <laughs> I do, I'm do not too bad, you know. I'm not the best at long distance, but I'll, I'm, I do all right, yeah, you, you know what clock?
5: I mean? Yeah, you still clock.
11: Yeah. yeah, on Thursday night, I'm always doing okay. Yeah. I've been doing all right. I, actually, I'm not a spender.
5: Yeah, okay. You know,
11: i am always come up good on Thursday night, but I don't yeah. know what happened this year.
5: Yeah, yeah.
11: Only last three races, apart from that, I'm still doing, you know what I mean?
5: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now, you know, can I just ask you, I know it doesn't matter that you didn't clock, right? Just, I just want to ask you, when you feed your pigeons for the long distance, because you, you do it every year, and, you, and it's worked for you back in the last few years, yeah. So, hey, when you um, feed, were feeding your birds, did you feed them um, as much as they want, or did you measure their food and they only got a certain I, amount? I,
11: like, when my bird come, they they eat what they want. Yeah, okay. like, I, uh, yeah. But when they walk away from food, then they take food away. Then you, you know take it mean? away.
5: Then you take it Be-
11: away. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I believe when when when. When you bird in the basket and they they got food in there, yeah. the bird should know how to learn to stop. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They're, enough, they're, they're stop, not going to pick
5: out. I mean? They don't pick out. Eat, eat,
11: yeah. Eat, eat. If yeah. I measure my food, I don't know. If I measure my food, I'm thinking they're gonna they're gonna themselves, aren't they?
5: Yeah. True. Exactly. I, I'm
11: not sure. That's my only my common sense.
5: Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. You don't want them to gorge themselves. You're right. Yeah. And
11: then you know, like we need, you know. A lot of food and they can't fly or they if they're not doing it worse,
5: exactly, you know, yeah. like you look, you know yourself, boy, you've been mm-hmm. racing for a long time, whether it's a uh, they've got a tailwind or they haven't a five and a six hundred is still a long, long way, isn't it?
11: It is a long long way, way. so you know it yeah, is a long way. way it's not a sh- yeah and i'm 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 not a fan on two day race at all, mhm-. Or maybe I'm a week on the head, I don't know. Yeah. I like a long distance on, on the day, you know what I mean? Yeah, one day long distance, wow. you know, like yeah. nearly dark, or you know what I mean, just on dark, yeah. clocking yeah, on dark, or that's, that's, you know, nearly yeah. dark, and then you got one and another one, and next day you got a couple more. That even that in that even worse for me, you know, yeah, when sometimes you win the race, you lose. You're saying twenty five, you lose twenty. You know what I Mm-mm. mean? It's not not that good,
5: isn't it? Mm-mm. No, it's not. So we've got, to, <laughs> we've got to improve. We've got to improve. We've got to improve. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, like you said, we just got to try a little bit, bit different. You know, better, and hopefully next year we uh, it'll be different. The weather, you know, everything will be a bit di- work in our favor. Is what I'm trying to say.
11: Yeah, I think I think we we are. Uh Live in the same spot, same hobby. Meaning, I think we need to maybe, you know, look at the weather a little bit and help help them bird a little bit. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, that's right. A thousand
11: miles a long way. You know what I mean? Of course. You yeah. ask a little animal to fly headwind. Yeah. That's it. That to me is is. It's not a race. It's like a survival. Anything, survival, come home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, I know what you're that, saying. That,
11: that, that pretty sad to me.
5: Yeah. Anyway. Well, I hope we can get... Look, they, they're they not far away, aren't they, though? Like, you, some people get them on the night, then, then the next morning they come really early, so they're not that far away. So they almost make it, uh, you know, yeah, on the day, don't yeah. they? They almost do make it. What do you yeah. reckon, Ivan? Oh, well... You're not on. It's not on. Oh, so
11: caught. what what family you clock in, Tony? In the dark? Oh, I clocked to Harrisons. Straight Harrisons. Oh, you got you got Harrison, yeah, yeah. They, they they got named to fly in the dark, aren't they? Yeah, Did they do. The yeah. And uh, I didn't
2: believe I would get a pigeon that day and uh, I had my friend here and he said, You're gonna get one, you're gonna get one and I said, Nah. And it was dark and he said, Put the lights on and I was ready to go inside and then he yeah. jump he jumped out of his chair like a uh, like a jack-in-the-box, and and, <laughs> and he said, you got one, you got one.
11: Oh, and really? Oh, yeah. dear. What time is that?
2: Oh, it was about, oh, hang on, let me have a look here if I can see. Flying time. It was 12 hours on the wing and arrived at uh, 18.40. Oh, okay.
11: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep,
6: yep. That's
5: pretty good, Ivan. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. oh, what a buzz. Yeah. And clocking that's,
11: a that's 6.40, at isn't it?
2: 1840. Uh, 18, no, so uh, 16 is four. Six forty. Seventeen yeah. to five o'clock. Seventeen it's, is five. It's before seven. Yeah, yeah just it, twenty minutes seven before seven. Yeah, really and it weird. was dark. It was dark at your place, yeah, Tony, because yeah, yeah. Tony and me were on the phone, and yeah. I said, oh, I don't think I'll get one. Well,
5: but, five, six. Yeah, it, it was already dark. dark. Hmm. Yeah, I had the lights
2: days. on in the loft and yeah. everything. Yeah.
5: What's the latest? Yeah. You clocked the bird, boy, and. In-
11: what can you say to
5: What's the latest you clocked a bird at night? What's um, that you you've clocked?
11: Look, n- nearly dark, but yeah. not dark like that now. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nearly, nearly, nearly. I got one already, but now I'm got third in the Fed. One that that Ooh,
5: week.
11: Oh, nice. Um, that's a lot, I think a few years ago when I got third in the Fed. Yeah. And it's not about nearly half an hour, forty minutes later. I got another one, but nearly dark. You know Ooh, what I mean. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. So you got and two. And that's it. That's it. Okay,
5: okay. Oh, yeah, well. very good. It's amazing to get them late. You know, especially when you when there's not many birds around. Listen, boy. Uh, one person, one one of your biggest fans wants to say a big uh, hello, and she said, if you talk to her again, please say that Angela Alvarez says hello. <laughs>
11: hello, who's this? <laughs>
5: Angela. Okay, Angela. She said, mate, for me to tell you to say hello. You know, because, um, yeah, she, she likes you she, she, she goes, she's my idol. She's my idol. <laughs> okay. She's a pigeon flyer. she, she
11: racing yet or she starting? You,
5: you actually spoke to her on the radio. Remember that lady you spoke yeah, to? Yeah, I did. I yeah, did. I remember that. Yeah, that was her. Yeah, that was her. Yeah, so she's. She raced the right, She raced a good pigeon. Yeah, they raced a good pigeon a this year. Yeah. So, no, oh, they should do pretty good next year. Oh, she
11: she raised she already, is
5: she? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah she's already racing, oh, yeah. okay. So, They've only been racing for, well, two years. Two years. Two years oh, and wow. they, and they the race all right yeah they're yeah. doing well they actually won one fed already yeah this year they oh, won a fed yeah Fantastic. You know, they were, congratulations and, so they're very very happy
6: yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah, so
5: yeah. you know AJ so, um, and his wife yeah Angela they were, they, were, they flew a very good pigeon yeah so what was it gonna I was gonna say um we want to we want to thank you because you, you're gonna donate a pigeon to the Victorian yeah, pigeon yeah, organization yeah. um because we got our uh, truck fund uh, that we're going to auction that we're going to have next next week, and yep. um we really appreciate you helping us, boy. Yeah. And if there's anyone out there who wants a, some really good bloodline to go into their lofts, check out the site, Ivan. What's the site?
2: Uh, the Greater Melbourne Auction site
5: it'll be on. Right? Yep. And there's going to be a lot of good birds up there. We've only asked the best of the best, and Poi is one of them. So yep. um, thank I'm, you very I'm much.
11: I'm definitely a good
5: bird for you. Oh, you are a legend. <laughs>
11: so you can, hopefully, hopefully you can help you. Yeah, well,
2: we need to buy a new truck, and yeah. trucks are yeah, not yeah, very
11: that's cheap. That's right. Like yeah. I said, <laughs> we, we have to put some good bread you, in for yeah. Ivan, yeah, so you can it. get some new truck for well, the Federation.
5: Well, that'll be awesome. Our trucks are getting a bit old and um, tired, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we it's either... Yeah, so we decided get old and
11: tired like me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you don't look old. What's wrong with you? You look like you're only 30 years old. What's the matter oh, with you? Oh, no. Hey, I
11: need to go and get it tune up. <laughs> <laughs> me
5: too. I've got to get an oil change. What's the matter with you? <laughs> oh, good on you. You're funny. Listen, Poi, thank you very much for coming on the show you're again. You're
11: welcome. And when would you like me to send that... Picture, um, picture and pedigree. Oh, if you can send it within the next week, yeah, it'll be good. Yep, thanks. yep, yep. Okay, yep. I'll, I'll I'll I will do my best in the next couple of days, and I'll send it for you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Poi Very so much. Thank Ivan, the
5: bird's yep. gonna be, be bird's gonna be at Poi's house. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna bring it here. Nah, we're not bringing it here. Whoever so you,
11: buys, you, you, whoever buys you want, it, you want a squeaker, aren't you? Whatever, whatever, you, whatever want you want to want donate, to, that's up you to you. You no, want a two year You old, want a squeaker? or you want a stock bird. Whatever you want. Up up whatever you... you okay. It's I, your I, decision. I got some bird squeaker here that I'll actually pay them up for stock anyway. Oh, Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah very Well yeah. cool. oh, That'll be awesome. Yeah, they're they're pretty line bred. you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, so maybe looks. you can make money that way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Right, thanks anyway,
5: thanks any to makes a little bit, that'll be great. Yeah. Very, yep. very good. I
11: hope, I hope I can help you, okay? Oh, it's oh,
5: a big help. It's going to be a big help. Big help. Yeah, yeah, thank you.
11: I'll put some good bird in for
2: you. And when you come
5: to
11: Melbourne, you have to come and visit us. Absolutely.
6: Absolutely.
5: <laughs> Definitely. That'll be great. We'll have a barbecue at Ivan's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Have a good day no. and we'll talk soon again.
11: Yep, yep. I'll okay. be doing a pedigree and then i send it to you. Thanks.
5: Yeah, and a photo. And the,
11: bird, the bird is only on the floor now. The oh, one yeah. that I, I, I said is a good one. Oh. Yeah,
5: yeah.
11: And, um, you know, yep. they're, they're only maybe three big and a bit old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Take no, photo cool. and send, it send to the, you, the okay? photo and
5: Ivan will uh, put it on the side with yeah. the pedigree. That'll be amazing. Yeah, just like you, amazing. (laughs) Thank you.
11: All right, I will do that. Thank
5: you.
8: All right, boy, you have a great day, all right?
9: Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Everybody.
8: 88.3 Southern FM.
9: On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play.
8: And right now,
2: we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News, but after the news, we're coming back with Pigeon Radio Australia and we're going over to Tassie, Tasmania, to hear from our friends in Tasmania, Raymond J. Dodkins and Geoffrey Hennessy.
6: Stop
11: the pigeon. Stop the pigeon.
2: On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we haven't heard from him for a few weeks now, and that's our Tasmanian correspondent. That's Mister Jeffrey Hennessy. Hello, Jeffrey. How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio
5: Australia, mate.
2: Hello, boys. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, good, mate. It's nice to hear your
13: voice. <laughs> Thanks.
5: So, how how'd you go? Who won the Who won the mm. Fed last week, mate?
13: Uh, a bloke called M- Mark Kearney flew a very good bird. I think he got a Oh, I mean, that was from Keith. He would talking 900 k's, I think, about um, 8.30. Oh, right. Okay, so uh, Good on him. Be pretty... Outstanding performance, yeah. He'd be pretty happy. I reckon. You know, yeah.
5: you wouldn't happen to know what breed it is, what bloodline, sorry?
13: No, no. I haven't found out yet. I'd like to know.
5: Yeah. Well, it's, we're the same, yeah. We'd like to know too.
13: But, mm. um, yeah...
5: So you guys are done and dusted now, or?
13: done done and dusted oh. with the club having the Fed having a meeting next Sunday yep. to sort a few things out and give us some direction as to where we're going next year.
5: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is good. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Have you, uh, what, what having an AGM like an AGM is having? Oh, well. yes. Okay, beautiful. Um, so you guys had some hard racing this year, didn't you?
13: All hard racing this year. Yeah.
5: I mean, look, we all did, actually, but I'm saying, you know, it's never easy crossing that that Bass, bass Straight, is it? What do you reckon, David?
2: No, it's not, and uh, I'm happy to say that one of the birds I bred crossed the Bass Strait for Melbourne and won the Federation. Did, actually. Yeah. Yeah, what was that? What uh, well, it was straight off my imported rosiers uh, pigeon. Yes. Yeah.
13: Nice. Yeah, nice. I
2: was happy when uh, the guy rang me up and he said I clocked your pigeon. I was very happy. Yeah, and then yeah. and then I rang Yellow Rosiers in Belgium and I told him and he was even happy. So there you are.
5: We had a three way, didn't we, with him yeah. and uh, the guy. Who- who uh, raced it? Yeah, that was a good,
13: good interview. Yeah. So, how's your uh, look,
5: yeah,
13: go on. Sorry. You know, to have these three-way conversations, it's just un- it is unreal, isn't it? It's just so good.
2: So, have you paired up yet, or you?
13: Yeah, no, paired up, and you know, like everyone likes to be finished by Christmas, but it'll drag on to. To, you know, end of January, oh, no doubt. Just
2: one more round, just one more
5: round. Oh, they'll again. Oh, look, I'll just let them go. <laughs> oh,
13: yes. oh, that, that, and, and it's worse because I don't kill pigeons. So you've got these old birds that are not filling, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's, well, that is what it is. Exactly. Mm. So, how's the breeding going? Because the, the weather's yeah, probably starting to settle down now because we've only really had settled weather the last. Two weeks. We've had a lot of rain here, so yeah, that's the same you know.
2: here.
6: So
2: the birds not, weren't weren't really filling the eggs.
13: Some of them, no, rain. no, that's right.
2: Yeah, and the youngsters are not growing properly and stuff like that. A
13: bit slow coming on, some of them. Yeah. Hmm. The, but the next round should be good. Yeah. So yeah. what I want to say is,
5: Jeff, is listen, you, you've been awesome this year, been our correspondent for for Tassie, the Tassie Feds. Yep. Thank you very much.
13: No, that's a matter no problems at all, mate. And I we enjoy the, I enjoy the banter,
5: it was good. And we look, mm. yeah, we look forward to you doing it all again next year for us.
13: Certainly do, mate.
5: Yeah, so, mm. um, like I said, if there's anything, uh, you want to announce on the radio, if there's you know, whatever an auction, Tassie auction or anything, and mm. you want to put on the radio, give us a yell and we'll have you on Thank the radio, you. okay, mate? Thank you. Or, okay, mate.
2: Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au
9: Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tarameed. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Bale. Open seven days a week. Telephone. Peter on 0484 340 551 Southern FM sponsor. Flyrite is a
0: nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyrite contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast, functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyrite is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyrite now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07 320
7: For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown, or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor.
10: Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday, the 24th of September, 2023. Rings are $100 each, with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor.
1: I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that i just fly away
0: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
1: And I always knew I couldn't way oh so stop the pigeon stop the pigeon stop the
2: On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have another gentleman from Tasmania, and I'd like to welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia, Raymond J. Dodkins. We've all seen him on uh, Facebook, and uh, quite a knowledgeable pigeon flyer, pigeon man. So welcome, Raymond, to Pigeon Radio Australia, mate. Thank you very much. It's,
14: uh, I feel very humble. Uh, it's it, good to have you here. It, uh, I'm, I'm a, sadly, I call myself a pigeon tragic. And I generally have to apologise to people for passing on information,
5: but it's not. Well, the information you pass on, it's good information, and it's information that a lot of people don't know, which is good. Very knowledgeable.
14: Well, I've been a bit lucky. I I started when I was eight racing pigeons. Yeah, and I raced till I was about twenty three in Victoria in the VHA. Okay. Um, and I left, and I never got the opportunity to go back with the birds again until 1997. Um, and before that, I was, and I say this very, that I was very lucky, I went back to school and studied, studied biology and chemistry and nutrition and stuff to become a marine biologist. Mm. Anyway, uh, a very good friend of mine who had, had three degrees and then sincerity and smartness said, you're wasting your time, you'll never get a job as a marine biologist, so give it away and go back to your business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but in saying that, Raymond, uh, you, you did s- some years at university and everything, did, did any of that study help you with the racing pigeons?
14: Well, <clears throat> to be honest, it enabled me. When I went back into birds in 1997, I had honestly... No idea of bloodlines, all these things that had developed and surfaced and become very productive in Australia. Um, when I started pigeon racing, the analogy was from the, all the very smart people, including Clary Latchford, who I knew, and yeah. his brother, um, was you went and bought a bag of peas and you put them in the shed for 18 months and then when they were nice and dry, you fed them to the birds. Oh. Um the analogy was that they'd be hard and dry and the birds would have trouble digesting them so that when you fed them, mm. um, they would be able to digest them and carry on extraordinarily and do extra things. But sadly, at that stage, no-one gave give any consideration to the energy absorbed in the bird in mm. digesting the seed. Mm. You know, I, I demonstrate to people... Probably best, and it's easy, and it's easy to think in your mind. If you took a pea between your fingers Mm. and tried to crush it, Mm. good chance you wouldn't succeed. Well, even if you try and walk it on them, I I curse.
2: (laughs) I tell you something now. When I go into my loft and I'm cleaning, these peas everywhere. I curse the damn
1: pigs.
6: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs)
14: absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what I did was I. I thought, well, if I'm going to invest my money in birds, I know nothing. So I did an enormous amount of research, studies, and wanted to know that if I'm going to spend $50 for a bag of food or $5, I didn't want the uh, the thing to raise its head that I was wasting my money and the time and I wasn't optimising my results. Um, then... Through being fortunate uh, and in the right place at the right time, I've become incredibly good friends with Herb Knobloch's grandson, Ian Doyle. Mm. Ian had a heart attack and two strokes in a month. Gee. He had to learn to walk and talk again. Mm. And I went to the sale and I got—I bought a pigeon unrung and be, we stuck up a friendship. And then out of a, all out of the blue, um, I was gifted all these incredibly strong-blooded birds, basically, that he got down from his father and his grandfather. Oh. So, that stead me in good stead, and then um, then my the old mate that I started with, Joe Phillips, he bred me um, 30 birds out of his race loft still living in Paran, because oh. of, and, and uh, this was an interesting exercise for me, and oh. he, he gave me a bird and I've still got it today, and I think it's worth relating this. He said to me, this is a Van Loon. Oh, okay. (laughs) So in hindsight, I'm thinking, Van Loon, they won't fly over the back fence. Mm. So I gave it to my son-in-law, who lived in the south coast of New South Wales. He then moved to Melbourne, some obscure place out of Melbourne, and uh, I... Rehomed. I used to fly when I went back into birds. I had two hundred and sixty birds free lofting from seven in the morning, well from daylight to dark, because oh. uh, I was working hard. All my stock birds, everything. They flew there for three, three years, and I took eighty six of them to Penrith when I moved there, oh. and I managed to rehome forty six out of the eighty six. <clears throat> now one of those birds was this Van Loon. Yeah. Now, because it was a bit risky there, I only let him fly around the loft four times, him and him and the other birds. Anyway, I gifted him after that. He went to Melbourne. He escaped and flew from Melbourne to where they lived, to my place, to a loft. He'd only flown around four times, 840 kilometres in a day. <laughs> yeah. In that's, a day. How's that? Unbelievable. Now, that poor... Bird, I've got to pick him up every morning and every night to put him up on the um, on the ledge to have a drink. Um, I don't have the heart, and and if he's suffering badly, I'm going to have to do something. But yeah. I I just don't have the heart, and that's you know that uh, it's an interesting story. I like it, but mm. it's, it, it's quite good.
2: Did you breed anything good out of him?
14: <clears throat> well, I did breed quite a lot of birds. In fact, right now, I've, what I did was because I found out later, I rang Joe and told him what he did, and Joe told me that in the mid-'90s in Victoria, oh. he was bred out of the best available Goodyear blood you could get in the mid-'90s oh, and the best Van Loon blood you could get in the-'90s. Oh. So he was a, a Goodyear Van Loon.
2: Uh-huh. That's so, why you flew
14: eight hundred and forty kilometres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in hindsight that was good. So I, what I've managed to do now is I've got an a, an incredibly good strong silver shadow Van Loon bloodline mm. and I bred it with a good good bloodline that's got goes back to the all the names, you know, like the gold mine cock and its nest marooned and the Maroondah hen. So good strong blood. And I've got birds in there now that um, I'm experimenting, although I'm getting a bit old to be too dim too much, but I've I've crossed the Goodges into the Harrisons. Yeah. Um, and I'm I've optimistically looking for a little bit of a result. I've got a few in the loft that have flown. Uh, my problem is my first race is 600K. Mm. And uh, so I've got your birds in there with Harrison bloodline. They're breeding young now that, that, that have flown the 600. Mm. Um, so, and, you know, a, a bit diversity. Uh, uh, Joe Phillips spread me a pure sooch and cock. Mm. And uh, I was lucky enough in, in New South Wales, uh, John Brislin sent a pair up to, to sell at a charity auction. Um, in 1990, uh, no, I'm sorry, about 2003, uh-huh. and they sold for $200, $200 for the pair. <laughs> oh, now, God, you'll the be bloke, making people cry now when they're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bloke that bought them couldn't get them to settle. Uh. So he gave them to another friend of mine that, Help me in when I sort of start to get reestablished, and he couldn't oh. get them to settle, so he gave them to me, oh. and tell me don't you tell anyone you got them, oh. <laughs> and I bred them. Um, and look, I had some moderate success. The bloodline was very good. and Darden crossed Belf Harrison. Oh. Won. Uh, I had a bird. I've got the thing on ten hour win Chelsea for me, and won the southern section. That's just under six hundred k. And then two weeks later, she flew from Mount Gambia to me, and uh, I clocked her at quarter past seven in the morning, and the next bird clocked at quarter to 12.
2: Oh, unreal. Excellent.
14: So, just... it, you know, I mean, it's. It, it, but the trouble is, it, this place here where I am, unfortunately, I've, I've flown in four feds, and I consider that this is probably the hardest Place in the world to race pigeons, Mm. mainly because you've got Bass Strait. Yeah, you you've got to get your release point right, and then you've got what amounts to fifty-kilometer weather changes in Mm.
6: Tasmania.
14: Very hard, Mm. of course. So,
2: whereabouts are you situated in Tasmania? North or south?
14: Or no, I'm right down the south. Um, If you come down and you went to Port Augusta, you'd virtually almost drive right past more. and uh, not Port Augusta. What? A, what a, <laughs> Port oh dear, Augusta. lost the plot. Um, Port Arthur. Ah, oh, yes, Port Arthur. You, yeah. you, on the way down there, you'd, you'd almost pass. It's called Lewisham, mm-hmm. um, and you'd probably pass me. Beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm pushing the envelope now a bit. i I'll be eighty in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80, 80 years young, mate. You're not old, that's it's right. young. <laughs> Come with us. You. <laughs> <laughs> you tell my hip that in the morning. When I <laughs> uh, yeah. But about pigeons, I suppose, one of the, if, if I could, I mean, if this is to be a meaningful thing, I guess um, there's, a, there's a saying that's very apt, and I think it's apt, I mean... Uh, There's no right way or wrong way to do things with pigeons. There's only a better way. Mm. And the simplistic thing of getting them to their optimum health is very easy, very simple, and really obscured because we are dealing with the most adaptable creature Mm. on the planet. So you feed it rubbish. It regularly, it adapts, oh. and it'll perform. Oh. So somebody's analogy is, oh, that's that's good. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Do you- <laughs> so it's, it's an interesting thing, and um I guess I get um, a little overbearing, but, but my, my interference is only trying to lift people to another level. Oh. Um, I don't medicate my birds. Um, I wrote, I did, I did an inquiry with all the five feds in Australia, including the main one here in Tassie and did a study on the PMV vaccine and, uh, the, I just studied it. It's, it's mineral oil that carries the vaccine. And from what the, the only thing I could explain, quite frankly, all the years I've been fiddling with pigeons, I never really knew how to tell if an egg was any good. Mm. because it it wasn't required. They laid eggs, they hatched. And then all of a sudden there was an indiscriminate infertility situation travelling around Australia. Um, The only thing I could attribute it to was the oil in the vaccine. Mm. And I guess, you know, the further studies have basically now reduced the level of the vaccine Mm. to half because of, Because it's quite effective, uh, you know, more than effective after 260 days at Hmm. 0.5. It's it's up from a scale of 1 to 10. It's at a level of 6. But what would you say that I had? I don't know if you listened to the interview I had with
2: Dr. Henk DeWitt from Belgium. um, And he was saying when I told him that we're dosing our birds with that oil-based vaccine at 0.5, he turned around and said to me, you're overdosing them.
14: Yeah, well... And and I'd I'd uh, I'd have changed. I was told I was an idiot. There's no this is not this is not. And then mm. two or three of the prominent events have subsequently put it in writing. Mm. Um, and most people now realise. Well, see the, the, the analogy. If you did it, we talk about PMV. I'm sorry, but mm. the analogy is the vaccine was designed. For a chicken or sure. a bird that, that lived for eighteen months, and how
2: much does that chicken weigh compared to a pigeon? Is the other question.
14: Well, um, well, I'm sure. gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna try I'm gonna throw a, a pencil under the rug here because <laughs> oil based vaccines are not body weight dependent. Okay, but the the volume of the vaccine it's what they call they they measure vaccine with what they call a teeter value. Yes. And that tells you its strength. Now, before it can be approved, if a, a Tita value of two is effective for the job, then the government says, well, it's got to be 10. So the Tita value of the vaccine was incredibly high. And and remember that chickens were only ever vaccinated once in their life, mm. not twice. And, and And while I'm on that, Uh, I've known for some time they don't vaccinate them very much with the PMV now, that's why it's got expensive because it's not imported enough it's in the food, and if I tell you what it is I'll have to kill you (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that's interesting. I, I mean, I did a lot of studies on vaccines, and
2: but then we've got vets like uh, my friend Dr. Rob Marshall who says that it would be more beneficial for the pigeons, the racing pigeons here in Australia, if we actually been able to uh, register and import a pigeon
14: specific vaccine. Oh, look, without any shadow of a doubt, there's the problem is with the PMV okay. that no one in Australia is licensed to manufacture it. No, and they won't allow the the other types of vaccines to be imported because right. the government's a little bit hesitant. And the reason for that is they they're wary of the fact that it may mutate okay. and, mm. and and and. Get worse with the chicken industry, and then we're all in sort of trouble. And it's you know a billion dollar industry, and the poor little tiddly pigeon thing. <laughs> well, bad luck. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So, but it, what do you say about when I had Doctor Hank the Weird on? He was telling me that oil-based vaccines are no
14: good for pigeons. Well, that, that that's a hundred percent. If my if my research was done correctly and my analogy drawn that the oil, it's not the vaccine, but no. the oil-based is ruining indiscriminate fertility issues in the birds. No. And and mainly if you think about it, you know, you take it from the start, you get a young one, six weeks, a month later, another one, and then it becomes a year. This is its third vaccine. No. By the time it's, four or five years old, Mm. and remember they don't mature until they're three years old. That's right, yeah. So by the time that's happened, you're filling them up with this oil Mm. um, at a very high level, Mm. and some of them, um, obviously, and depends how people use it and do it, but it, 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 it was the only explanation I could find that after all the years I've been in birds... I never had such an indiscriminate fertility issue. Oh. Now, I rang five vets. <laughs> two of them hung up in my ear. Oh. One of them, oh, that's not a bad point. I hadn't thought of it. Oh. And the other two said, "Well, <clears throat> there's a real good possibility you might be onto something." Oh. But that was a, that was six years ago. What?
2: Well, in Belgium, they found that um, using the oil-based vaccine, the pigeons were developing lumps in their body. Yes. And uh, they changed it to the water-based vaccine for PMV, and they found that they got rid of that problem.
14: Yes, yes. And and the level or the teeter value of the water-based vaccine is at a slightly higher level too. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's good. It's <clears throat> one of my favorite things, and if you don't want me to go there, is about the rotor. Yeah, no, go well, there. That go was there. that
5: was gonna, I was gonna bring that up, but <laughs> keep going. Keep, keep that's going. what I said, mate. Don't
14: stop. <laughs> well, well, look, with the rotor, mm. first of all, not a lot of people know that your dogs, the cows, yeah, you they all get it, yeah, all have rotor now, rotor in its normal infection it will give you vomiting and diarrhea and that leads to, to dehydration huh. it's not a lethal disease. Huh. now what it did was that there was a catastrophic stress event in western australia it, it it's it's a, it's dormant in all the birds and the birds might not have been at their level of health where they ought to be and away it went huh. and it become virulent and broke down the abdominal wall of the, of in their intestine, and attacked and destroyed the liver. Mm. Now the liver is the most important organ in the bird. Mm. The bird can't function without the liver.
6: Correct. Very true.
14: And people say, "Oh, my birds are not flying." Well, the uh, bad rota. uh, they must have liver damage. Well, I've got bad news for them. If it's got liver damage, the birds are dead. They're not flying. But there's no ifs or buts about it.
6: Mm.
14: Now, I won't. In this area here, the rotavirus would not survive any more than PMV can because mm. of the because of the climate. Mm. Can't it? Can't survive and transmit, which is very fortunate. Mm. But the 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 vaccine was developed for the mutated virus, which in unless I'm totally out of touch, has almost completely disappeared. Mm. Because people will say, "Army oh, my birds have been sick for a couple of weeks. They didn't die. They vomited. They had diarrhoea. Mm. They went off. But then they recovered and flew. Mm. So is <clears throat> a good style. My opinion is that if I vaccinate for rota and my birds are not sick, in some cases that will bring the dormant virus to the surface. Okay infect the birds, and then they'll have a two-week sick-off um, because it's, it's surfaced. So, you know, I, I'm, at the moment, I'm, as, as an idiot, I'd say rotavirus that kills people, that kills birds, is just about non-existent now. Oh. Not entirely gone, but, it, and it could come back, but the mutated
8: bit's gone. Southern FM.
9: On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play.
2: Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 0358. Double nine eight one thousand or
9: pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tarameed We get racing pigeons racing horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales. Tarameed stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulan Vale Open seven days a week. Telephone Peter on 0484 340 551. Southern
0: FM sponsor. Flyrite is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyrite contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast, functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyrite is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyrite now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07 320
10: Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday, the 24th of September, 2023. Rings are $100 each, with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern
3: FM Sponsor This is DDZ, your captain speaking Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm Travel the world musically speaking From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto From the Colosseum to the Pyramids From the London Bridge to Golden Gate Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm For International Caravan With your captain, DDZ
2: You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the entire world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. And let's get back to our uh, chat with uh, Raymond J. Dodkins from Tasmania. But most flies uh, this season experienced uh, birds uh, getting the rotavirus and then they were losing
14: their form in the racing. Well, if they got rotavirus, they would most definitely lose their form. But they will lose their form in the other five dormant viruses in the bird, like the E. coli mm. or the streptococci, yeah. and the coxidiosis. All those things will descend them off form. One of the biggest things is a lot of people in the pigeon industry get a sick pigeon and then turn around and say, oh, I got rota. And my, yes. first, <laughs> my right. first question to them is, did you spend the two hundred and sixty dollars to get the atomic spectrograph to validate it? <laughs> no, no, no. 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 Well, then, so how you do you know it's Rota? Uh,
6: exactly. I mean,
14: I mean, I lost ninety-three pigeons
6: mm.
14: to um, what they call young bird sickness.
6: Yes.
5: In in
14: nineteen ninety nine.
5: Mm. What is young bird sickness?
14: Well, you can't call
5: it young bird sickness. What is it? It's got to be. A, <laughs> I knew you
14: were. I knew you were going to ask me that.
3: That's, you know
2: what? That is a very good question. He's asking. I'm <laughs> no, yeah. not being smart. No, Every, no. people say
5: that. Oh, they've got young bird sickness. And I'm thinking. Well, what the
11: hell is it?
3: Well, I asked it?
5: flies from
2: Belgium in my house. I said, "This is what the symptoms that we're getting." He said, "That's young bird sickness." <laughs> yeah, but. That's yeah. what they say. So can you... Adenovirus, de, he actually said to me.
14: Yes. Yeah, well... Do you know what it is, right? E. coli will do it. Coccidiosis is what I had.
2: Mm. Okay.
14: Um, but there's several other... And it, it depends on the health of the birds um, as to how effectively it'll kill them or how they'll recover. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I, I know a lot of people that get sick birds and say, oh, they're sick, they pull their heads off. But, you know, you, they couldn't be further away from a focus in the pigeons. They've survived for thousands and thousands of years because they're the only bird that milk feeds their young. Mm. And doing that, they pass on all the antibodies right, and everything yeah. of yeah. all the sicknesses and the sicknesses. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> if their immune system, I mean, all right, they're not going to win – you know, a million dollar race next week because they were sick last week, oh. but they can recover and they can pass those antibodies onto their young. Oh. So it's it's a little bit, and and sadly, in a lot of cases, it's done you know totally ignorantly. You know, sick birds no good; they'll never be any good. Um, oh. And bang, bang, bang. Well, maybe some of those things are correct, but birds recover and. They can and and again I, it, it gets back to how strong you get their health. Mm. Yeah, I've said to many people if you know how do you tell if a bird can go back to a race? I said, well, look, if you really want to be technical and go to go to the problem that I don't go to, but I can tell you what to do mm. is pick your best birds, weigh them, but send them to the race, and when they come home, weigh them again. Mm. Now, now when they're back to their same weight, if you have picked them at the right time, the birds are recovered. Oh. Now, we don't know by any stretch of the imagination what these poor buggers go through trying to come home. Oh. You know, I've had one come back 12 weeks from 600K. Jeez. Oh. I went in the loft. I didn't recognize it. I looked at it. I thought, oh, I'm just feeding them. I'll let it eat. So I fed the birds and then I went and caught it. And I was absolutely shocked because when I picked it up its crop was as hard as an apple oh, gee.
8: now is, it had been
14: it had been foraging for, for twelve weeks yeah and uh, this is going to sound a bit uh, I went to the Sydney pigeon thing and I I got on the, I got with Jeff and he, he gave me the pigeon journal which I've written a couple of articles for he's going to publish one just recently oh. Um and <clears throat> I read an article, which is probably the best article I've ever read, and explained to me why I lost that bird that come back after twelve weeks from six hundred kilometres. Three weeks after I got it home, I let it go out with the birds on a thirty k toss, and I lost it. Oh, you see that? Oh, and wow. I know why. Oh. And it's a little complex to talk about over the radio, but it's to do with the with the structure of the wing. Yeah, and to do with the tendon pulling across the knob, and it either it either travels across the joint, or it gets stretched across the joint, until such times as a sore, the bird will go down and won't fly. Mm. Now this bloke that wrote the article's dead now, but he he wrote that he test he handled forty five thousand pigeons trying to discredit it. Wow, <laughs> I guess that's a that's a good lot
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gee yeah, no that's 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 yeah. who were we talking to about actually was it the fella from South Africa was it or
14: no, was I talking to yeah, yeah, no, I think the man that wrote it was in europe okay and and it was in the pigeon journal, the article, yeah, um, and then I read the article coming home, best article I've ever read, and uh then I just sort of sat down and did my normal, looking for some answers and understanding. And and I thought, well, I could actually attribute the loss of that bird to to the fact that I, hundred percent sure it was foraging because of what it ate when it came home, oh. and uh, it's it's physical condition, like it's dirty and that, and then related to this poor bugger just flown to the point where it couldn't fly anymore. Oh. No, they, they, they shocked me. I've had two here come home. Oh, maybe you'll appreciate this. I'm up with the loft, and there's a lot of little children walk past my property, and a little girl yelled out to me, "Hey, Mister, huh? your pigeon's walking down the road." <laughs> I, I said, "What?" And she said, "Yeah, it's here." And I go up, and there's a bird walking down the road from a race.
5: Oh my God! Okay.
14: With a broke with a broken wing. Yeah and well, I had to get the net and go next door and catch it. It walked past my place. Must have missed, couldn't read the number. <laughs> it didn't have its glasses on.
6: <laughs> Jeez. No,
2: no but I've that. had birds coming home, and they, they sort of drop in front of the loft, and they've either been hit by a falcon or injured in some way, probably passing through power lines or whatever. And you wonder how these birds get home.
5: Let's keep pushing.
14: Yeah, well, they... <clears throat> The, the the thing that's probably the most overlooked is that w- when we keep pigeons, we, we put them in an environment that's we try to be natural, meaning that they need a draft-free environment where they can rest and sleep. They need a constant temperature. My loft here and in Tassie with the irregular temperature, my minimum maximum temperatures was eight degrees. Mm. They, they need that and then regular food and water and they create a bond to that environment. Mm. Now it's that bond that brings them home mm. and the strength of that bond you create gives them that magic want to be home business. Mm. Now, the natural wild birds, which I'm studying here, I've got two pair. really outstanding. Yeah. But the wild birds, in normal conditions, um, go to a concrete building, they find a little niche. There's no water, no food. They They make a nest, they get a mate, they lay eggs, they nurture them for the month. Now, what they do normally, unless they're frightened – and there's two birds living in the area, then they fly up and mob because that's their instinct. Mm. All wild birds only fly to get water, food, and back, or, or, you know, minerals or a bit of green or something, whatever they think they need. Yeah. So what we ask them to do by me sending them to Lara or, you know, to Mildura and get them to fly here, this is an unnatural thing. Mm. Not natural, and as such, if we want to run a marathon, then we need to train the birds mm. to strengthen their aerobic lung capacity and their muscle texture, so that they, you know, they build up that sort of capacity to be able to sustain endurance. Now, every now and again, you'll crack a bird out of the blue that'll do it anyway, irrespective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the object would be to try and get as many at their peak, as you can, in that condition. I've had five-hour loft flies here. Jeez. Now, well, this is true. When I was the president of Penrith Pigeon Club, I've had people come to me and say, Ray, if you didn't have an electronic clock, no-one would ever believe your returns. (laughs) And you're crazy. Two hours around the loft? That's stupid. And I come down here. I haven't had it for a couple of years, I might say. But I've come down here and I a five hour loft fly now. A lot of pigeon flies down here thought uh, that that bloke up there he's lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but that's a casual fly. And that's indicative of their health. Mm. If they're healthy, they naturally want to exercise and fly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I can I can tell you a funny story. Yeah, go. It's not really to build me up, but I think you'll appreciate this because I it. know you're astute pigeon people. Go for it, my friend. <clears throat> this bloke rings me up, says Ray Dodkins. I said yeah. He said, "Some north of the state, someone told me you know a little bit about this mix that this people are selling here." Mm. I said yeah. I said actually, I, I formulated it. Ah. Mm. Oh. I've been using it for a while, he said, and I've had McPigeons for a long time. I, I've, I don't know what's wrong with them. I think they're really sick and they're hot because they're all in the loft, flapping their wings and turning somersaults and flapping all over the place. I hmm. think they got sick. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had no idea that that was, a, that, that was exhibiting their healthy fitness well, level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I mean that's that's true. That actually happened. I, I relay that because it just—I I think it's a, it's a Oh, I hope not.
5: <laughs> that is funny, actually, my When I see my birds doing that, I'm thinking, yes, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. That's a good sign. He gets excited. <laughs> I do. I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, no,
14: yeah it's it. really good, hey, yeah. So
5: let me let me ask you a couple of questions.
14: Go for it. All right.
5: So. Um, What was your memorable moment in in pigeon racing?
14: Oh, something I'll never forget. Yeah. Now, remember I started when I was eight? Yeah. And I used to get pigeons from Clary Latchford. I've got no idea what I was racing at the time. But one Sunday morning, I'm sitting in the pigeon loft in South Yarra overlooking the railway line, and it's about half past ten, and I used to live under the flight path of Essendon Airport. Okay. And anyway, I hear on the roof, bang! oh And I thought, Christ, someone's dropped something out of a plane. <laughs> the, Hopefully the it's next, money. <laughs> the next thing, a big white, it, it wasn't entirely white, but basically white-coloured bird dropped through what we had then was a nine-inch trap. You know, they'd just fall through the hole. Okay. That was how we used to trap the birds. They'd get on the roof, fall through the nine-inch square and down on the the floor. Oh, interesting. And that's what it did. And I looked at it, and I know today that it was a bird that flew from Hobart back to Melbourne. True. And I got it Sunday morning. Now, if you ask me, Ray, what was it? Guess what? Ray, Ray, what, what, Ray, Ray, what was it? I don't know. <laughs> if you ask me how many birds did you send, I don't know. Did you ask me did it win a place? I don't. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but I remember that, and it's as plain as anything in my head today, just bang on the roof, straight through the drop onto the floor. I was astounded. Isn't it, a, isn't it a amazing?
5: Like, we've, we've – we've. I mean, you've been racing longer that, than us – uh, I was going to say put together, but I won't say that. I <laughs> know anyway, you've been racing longer than us, and um, isn't it a buzz? We still get we still get this adrenaline rush, you know, like um, when we when the first pigeon that comes home. Oh. it's it's, a, it's amazing sport,
14: amazing. It, it's, it, you know what I I look at it. Um, I don't know whether I've promoted the fact that I've done a little bit of study with the birds. Um, I've got a unique quality where I can go into anybody's loft and I'll pick a bird, I think, picks the boxes and 99% of the time the bird's done some incredible things for the owner. Yeah, yeah. I've been lucky. Joe Phillips does exactly the same thing. He he, he can do the same thing. Oh, okay, okay. He's as good as it. Um, while I'm on that quickly, I'll yeah. diverse a little. We went okay. to a sale, 200 two hundred pigeons at the VHA Club Rooms in Richmond. yeah. Joe and I went round, looked at all the birds, went back together, and he said, what do you think? I said, I only seen one. He said, yeah, I saw one too. I said, oh, which one? He said, that one. I said, that's the one I picked. I said, well, if we think it's, it's that good, we'd better pool our money and see if we can bid on it. So I said, How much you got? He said, I got one pound seventeen and six. <laughs> I said, I've got about one I said to him, I've got one pound twelve and six. Now, the bird sold for twenty seven pounds. Oh my God. So you're now, a little bit he, off. <laughs> well, a little bit short. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Joe, Joe remembered this, I didn't remember it, but he did. He remembered the incident and he remembered the bit on the end. Somebody took pity on two boys bidding on the best pigeon in the sale and gifted us one the same way bred. Oh, how good is that? Now, I don't know what the bloodline was, but I know that there was a special bird. So, yeah. Now, see, I've run off the track, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Get that train back on the track, mate. Come on. (laughs) What I was going to say, there's some specifics I look at when I look at a bird. Yeah, there's some things I notice when they're sitting on the perch. Um, you can go into my loft now um, and there'll be maybe a half of them will tick the first box I look at. The other half will be off the plot because they go in and out every six weeks. The first thing I notice when I look at the bird is it's got no wing definition. Yep. So you, you can't see the wing at all. It's just a nice fluffy Front of a bird. Okay, so that that's the first thing I look at. That tells me the bird's close to its peak. I I then handle it, go through my things that are common to me, and then if it ticks all the boxes, I put and and I know it's been up and training. It goes in the basket for the race. There you now, go. the long and the short of this silly story I'm telling you is that if I pick ten and I got 10 home, that validates my focus, my overview, what I've looked at, and tells me that you've picking all the, you're ticking all the right boxes when you're looking at the birds.
5: Yeah, there you see.
14: Now, if I happen to get a place or win, haha, that's a bonus.
5: Always is, yeah.
14: Yeah, well, to me that is so. I would rather I would rather validate my focus um, than anything else. Now, one of the things I'm really upset about, and I'll probably never learn, and this is this is a controversial subject. It's the pigeon's eye. Okay. Now it's controversial because I don't really think as many people, have the ability to look at what you see. The the pigeon eye is actually a radiator. The pigeon's got two veins that are pumped up its neck into the eye. Yeah. The structure and the formulation of the eye, if it's heavily engrossed and intense and sometimes the colour, It effectively cools the blood before it goes to the bird's brain, and it's got to be at 108 degrees. Okay. Now, if you're capable, and I'm not, of ascertaining that that configuration and structure and ridges and everything in the eye improve the cooling, then then you're ticking the boxes. Exactly, exactly. And... Now, this is also very close to the eye and the throat because the two veins that go up to the eye are in the back of the throat. Okay. Now, if you're capable, and I don't know again, of ascertaining that the thickness of that vein up to the eye is, mm. is, is a bit bigger in that bird and not in that one, then the blood flow will be better. Yeah. And – the temperature in the brain is critical because the birds can't navigate and perform properly unless the brain temperature, blood temperature in the brain, is 108 or 106 degrees. Okay, interesting, so, very interesting. <clears throat> Did you know that? I'd I mean? love to, I'd love to meet someone that could teach me. Yeah, that's the thing. It'd be good
5: if someone could teach us. You know, yeah, I mean, I yeah. like an eye, and I, I always look at the eye on the bird. And I, if I, you know, I don't know what I'm looking at, but uh, I just like the look of an eye. You know, I think, oh yeah, that's a beautiful eye. And like, yeah, but uh, yeah, you're right. It'd be good if someone could teach
14: us. Yeah. yeah, well, that that's the science part of it. Yeah, the other the other thing I'll share with you yeah. is um, when you pick up your bird and and you put your feet between your hand, what yeah. do you notice? Say it again. When you pick up the when, bird, when you pick up your bird, you handle it with its two feet, yeah, through your fingers,
5: right? Yeah. What do you notice? Uh, sometimes the feet are warm. Uh, the the okay. weight, the weight of the pigeon, if it's buoyant. Yeah. Um, no,
14: you're good. You're, uh, you're on the button with the first two.
5: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, feathering if it's silky and
14: you know. Oh, yeah, that's that's important. Yeah, but we'll talk about the feet. So you pick it up and the feet are warm. Yeah. Now, the reason that the feet are warm is that there are two veins run from the heart down to the feet. Yeah. The pigeon doesn't sweat. Mm-hmm. So the excess blood temperature is expelled through the feet. Okay. That's, and that's how the birds keep the body temperature without sweating at a, at a stable level. Yeah. So. What about the people that cover it with Vaseline? That sort of makes a bit of sense if that's true, doesn't it? Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah. And then, and then you've got you've got this other thing, is that the pigeon feet is named? It's called reptilian. Okay. And they're known as reptilian feet, and if you you'll know straight away, you should think. I looked at that bird; it's got feet like a lizard. True. They're scaly. That's correct. They're scaly because those birds can stand on ice and go. not suffer any significant body temperature changes.
5: Well, you're right, because look at the birds that uh, they have... Um, <clears throat> where there's a the snow? Even, um, I don't Germany. Know, Germany. You know, you yep. see the birds on the snow and, and they bath in the water when it's snowing and you think... what?
2: Uh, on a nest with snow. Yeah,
5: you know, and that's what Ray's saying. They, they, they can handle that. Yeah.
14: Well, the other thing... Probably a little contr- controversial. It always amuses me. Oh, can't fly the pigeons this month. It's too hot. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's think about it. The, the adult pigeon average has 10,000 feathers. Yep. That would suggest that, you know, conservatively they could have 5,000 airspaces. spaces. Okay. You got an airspace in your roof, what does it do? It helps you with the temperature control, doesn't it? It does, yes. Okay. Yeah. You couple that with the fact that you got radiated heat down here and it's thirty seven degrees. I can hardly walk. The average flight height for a pigeon's three thousand feet. Yeah, see? Temperature drops three degrees for each thousand feet they fly. True. So so it's already nine degrees, less radiated heat, cooler up there. And they're not silly. They know. Well, yeah, but the pigeons know. But what about the people that own them? <laughs> well, yeah, you're right.
5: Some can be clueless. Some can be clueless. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I- I I stuck my foot in there, didn't I? <laughs> I like it. Now listen, we have got one more last question, and then we're gonna because yes. this is only part one of uh, we're gonna got part two and three of you. You know that this is only part oh. one, so <laughs> <laughs> you, you
14: you're trying to make me feel very humble. I thank you very much. No, you're very
5: knowledgeable. Anyway, I'll, uh, I'll my last question is where do you, where do you see uh, pigeon
14: racing in ten years time? Well, that's an incredibly good question and probably the only way I can answer that is it it doesn't look good, but this is because there's no smart, collective approach to promote pigeon racing. I'll give you something to think about. Yeah. As pigeon flyers, just roughly... What do you reckon each of you spend a year on your birds? Oh, you want us to get divorced? <laughs> Are you serious? You do not ask a pigeon flyer that. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let's put it in the mystery bowl, right?
5: Okay. We'll just but, say
14: thousands. Well, let's say five. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. what I was going to
5: say, between five and
14: eight. Jeez, okay, totally five and eight, that's cheap. a good figure. Okay, yeah. that's, that's a good observation. If there was... 5,000 pigeon flies in Australia. Yep. And they spent $5,000 each mm-hmm. a year. And that doesn't account the petrol and stuff you use, training your birds and all that sort of stuff for sure because there's a lot more than that and you all melt. Yeah. So what do you reckon that contributes to the economy of the country?
5: It's it's It's, it's big, isn't it? Yeah. It's very
14: but good. It's, but it's not addressed like that. That's true, actually. It's good point. Very good point. It's, no. It's very, right. very good it's point. Only, oh, it's, only, it's only pigeon racing. It's, 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 they're only
2: uh, rats of the sky. Yeah, well, the government won't even recognise
14: it as a sport. Well, that's because it's not promoted properly and it's not promoted. I mean, I can tell you, whether you know it or not, there's a species of pigeon called a bald-headed pigeon here that's unique to Australia and it's threatened. Hmm. And... It's threatened for many reasons, and one of them is that the, some imbecile thinks that the overpopulation of falcons is important. <laughs>
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but, well, but, there's another subject we but, can go yeah, into exactly. and talk for three hours. That's another subject we'll definitely <laughs> yeah. go into. But not, not, not,
14: so, yeah. and in, until we step up as flyers, yeah. and until until someone, well, collectively they raise the bar. Mm of understanding and do away with... I mean, my favourite one is, oh, I worm me birds with that stuff. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's for cattle. Oh, how many thousand pigeons? I haven't seen any thousand-pound pigeons. How do you know what dose it is?
5: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. (laughs) Uh, I just guess, yeah, and then I wonder why yeah. their birds are not oh, flying and, here, and that, so why and and your
2: mate told me that you give them this much and his yeah, mate told them right, you exactly. go But if <laughs> yeah. you do the experiment and you pass a message down the line, by the time it gets to
5: the end of the line, it's completely changed. And yeah, then you have birds upside down and you're
14: lost. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing I will tell you, when I started back into pigeons in 1997, <clears throat> I've been using apple cider vinegar and garlic in in, in since then. Okay. In those days, people used to say to me, you're stupid, you don't know what you're doing, it's blah, 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 it's this and this and this. And one bloke who came to me and said, a German guy in, in Penrith, spent two hours with me very early in the piece and he came to me and he said, well, if my birds come home late from a toss three times, i pull their heads off. Jeez. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. So, but that same person indicated to me that what I was doing was, was focused on using the acidic level in the gut so the parasites can't live and multiply by having apple cider vinegar in the water. But the garlic was a natural antibiotic anyway. And there's no, if you any of you drank two glasses of apple cider vinegar, I guarantee you wouldn't be talking to me now, you'd be out spilling. <laughs> You're right. Oh, you're right. And if you ate five or six cloves of garlic, the same thing had happened.
5: Actually, you'd be single for a very long time.
14: Yeah. Now, the the <laughs> reason for that analogy is because there's no way of determining a correct dose. Yeah, that's true. So if you get, if you take your water and you buy a pH kit and you test the pH of your water. Then you test the pH of the apple cider vinegar. It doesn't matter if it's got mother or father or daggy, diggy on it. As long as it's apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Test the pH. Yeah. Then take a litre of water, test it, add five, test the pH. And keep doing it until you get around about 4.8 or 5.6% yeah. acidity. Mm. Then that's your dose. And if it's... Then that's the right
5: dose. Mm, yeah, fair enough.
14: So, the, and and the reason I say that is because you move away from all the opinions. Yeah, that's mm. right. Exactly. You, you, it's a focused thing. It's focused to improve the acidic level, not to a high degree. And then, if you soak five cloves of lightly crushed cloves, the garlic in it, it changes the colour of the apple cider vinegar, mm. and you've and you've got a natural antibody. Mm.
5: You can't beat that. And on that note, my friend, it's been amazing talking to you. You're very, very knowledgeable. Next time um, we speak to you, we're going to talk about these falcons. Exactly, all right? That'll be another subject. Okay, so well, we're going to have you on again. So You're um, more
14: than welcome. Yeah. I'm very humbled. And, again, I, I've, I've got to say, Ivan, the work you're doing to enhance pigeon racing, it can't be measured. It, it's got to be good. And the more knowledge you can bring to people, and the, the smarter we become. The longer the support the sport can be sustained. Well, and thank understood. you very much.
5: Well said, and no, I totally agree. Well done, Ivan. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, mate. You have yourself a great uh, day, and we'll uh
14: talk to you again anytime. Oh. And uh, goodbye, everybody. And um, hope I'm not as silly as you think I am. No, <laughs> no, no, no,
8: no, maybe
5: after the fifth uh, fifth, the fifth one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll interview you the fifth time. Anyway, mate, you yeah, have a good day. Right,
14: we'll talk soon. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community broadcasting codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music
1: content programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website www.cbaa.org.au Now,
2: quickly, everybody, we have to say goodbye because we had a big program. Uh, our interviews went for ages, so, yeah, we could only play one song. So, yes, goodbye,
4: Tony. Goodbye, then. Goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye to everybody around the world, and we'll catch you next week. All right, and goodbye to Mr. Joe Angelino.
5: Goodbye, Ivan Fante and Tony And we'll see you on Friday night, eh? Yeah, Friday night. Get them dancing shoes on. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I won't be dancing. Oh, well, no, I will. <laughs> all right, you can. Look out. All right, cheerio.
2: Stop
1: the